Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Are you serious? There are plenty of ways to kill an hour out there. Right now, you're killing some time with him, Nicholas Bright. And that guy over there is Marcus Bronze. Now, Nick, needs must, right? Go on. And sometimes I need my sustenance. Yeah. I need mm-hmm. food. Is it a liberty if I consume food during this episode? Should I just be rago out there, like eat the food loud on mic? Or do I try and pretend like when you're at school trying to eat a packet of crisps and you don't want the teacher to like hear you? So your teacher's like doing the talk and you're like that. And they turn around, you go. The crisp was always in my blazer pocket as well. Because we used to have to wear a blazer at my school. And then it was like in the blazer pocket, I'd always be like... It was also because you didn't want to share them with your friends. Yeah, that as well. Yeah, the sharing with your friends in Chris. There's two type of people uh, with Chris at school. There's two types of people. But I think that Chris situation, trying to sneak Chris away in school, was probably the closest you ever got to real life Mission Impossible as a, as a teenager. Skill. Yeah, it's mad hard. It's like it's like when you're in the cinema. And then a super quiet bit comes on, like, but it's really loud at first, and you're rustling around mm. in your sweet packet, like, mm. but it's mm. fine because it's mad loud. Then all of a sudden it goes really quiet, and you're still like, oh, oh, oh sorry. Like, <laughs> some people are just rago in the cinema, though. Some people, like, they will just chat. You'll, you'll be like in there, and it's like on a quiet bit, and then you'll just hear them, like, yeah, so what's happening now? Is this fair? They don't even try yeah. to whisper. I'm oh, like, look at that over there. You're I'm like, like, what are you not yeah. playing at? Yeah, exactly. So uh, what have you got on your plate today? Oh, sorry. By the way, welcome to How to Kill an Hour. Yeah. There's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. One of them is listening to us discussing how we consume our food. Nick, what have you got on your, uh, on your uh, what do we call it, on the menu for you today, Nick? Mine, mine's dead, man. I've got a sugar-free um, blackcurrant juice drink. Okay. AKA Ribena. I mean, yeah. if they want to send some free ones here, then that's fine. Uh, stranger things have happened. I've got some fruit, strawberries, blackberries, Grapes and blueberries. Right. I feel like grapes are the odd ones out in there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're not. They're not berries out here. Like it's, it's a bit unfair. Yeah, oh yeah, they've just been piled in there with the strawberries, the blueberries, and the blackberries, and it's beef. Is a grape? What is a? Is a grape a fruit? It is a fruit. So it's just not a berry. What's the difference? What makes a berry a berry, and what makes a fruit a fruit? I'm not a gardener. I don't I'll know. find that out for you. I, I don't know. I have no idea because I know that tomatoes are fruit because it's got seeds on the inside. It's not well, a veg. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've got them right here. So you've got a strawberry. What is a strawberry if the seeds are on the outside? It's something to do with where the seeds are on it. Please let us know at How to Kill an Hour on Twitter while we get on with um, Eating what it. we usually do. And what's that What's that to the to, to your left and my right? That's a uh, cinnamon swirl. Cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon swirl. Yeah. I'm just eating rago. You've got me eating now. Mm. 
Mm. So what is a uh, is this because we know that Nick is is undertaking an athletic situation, which you know what I want to ask you. I want to get a proper update on maybe in the next episode because mm. um, I feel like I, I'm a bit eager to talk about what we've recently killed some time doing. Yeah, it was um, sick. And I'm eating a sandwich, by the way. Nick, what <laughs> what did we do the other day that was absolutely sick? So you know how on How to Kill an Hour, we love doing like um, escape rooms. We, yeah, we've, we must have done, I reckon, like, because there's people that go around the world doing these escape rooms. I reckon we're up there with these people, the amount of escape rooms we've done. Yeah, there's people who actually, when they go to a new town, it's like there are couples or groups of people that, you know, certain people go to the museum. Certain people go to the parks for a yep. walk. And then there are escape artists. They escape these escape rooms. They solve mysteries. And the thing is, they're sick as well. They, they always do it in like when, when you talk to the people that run the escape rooms, they're like, yeah, we get people coming from like all over the world who just do this stuff. They normally get out in about 20 minutes. And it's like, what? <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> who are these people? Is it Richard O'Brien from the Crystal Maze? Does he go and do them? Him. Or uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Or uh, who else? Batman is pretty good at James Bond might roll to one. James Bond would be great in one of Mm, those. You know, Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer's smash it. What's the other one? Jason Bourne. All the JBs. All the JBs. Um, I've finished my run of of 24, the the classic 24, and I'm about to move on to the new version featuring Ashley Thomas, a.k.a. Bashy, one of our UK grime artists, a.k.a. actors. He's from this area, and he's like from around the corner. He's, He's... I don't know exactly where he's from in the area that we sh- that we do How to Kill an Hour, but put it like this. If you were to come out of here when he's in town, walk up and down the road a couple of times, you'd probably bump into him. Yeah, but you bump, you, you bump into a lot of like... Celebrities around here. Yeah, famous people around here. It's, a, it's, a, it's quite an affluent area in London. It's where Marcus lives, by the way, not me. <laughs> I, live, I live mad far from here. And do you know what's mad? No one bumps into me around here. What's going on? I'm, I'm walking up and down the strip. No one goes, hey, there's Marcus. Hey. Oh, Oh, it's because I ain't heard you speak, you know. That's probably podcast, why podcast, isn't it? That's probably why. Yeah. But yeah, escape rooms. So people travel all over the world doing escape rooms, and we, and like you said, Nick, rightly so. I feel like we're starting to flex our muscles. Mm-hmm. We're finding out. I think we're more like, you know, like when people are in the army. I'm not dissing the army, but people go into the army and they're and they're soldiers, and then there are like tactical teams. I feel like we're moving into the echelon of tactical team so when you, it comes to these. You feel like we're moving up from uh, infantry to SAS or something. Is that what you're saying? Paras. Para- oh, wow. That's that's like top level, isn't it? That's no, like- I, I think I think SAS is like the top, top level, isn't it? What's, like- what's level up from like regular, you know, still well respected. Don't want to diss our, our armed forces. Very likely they're going to be getting busy soon <laughs> looking at the news. Um, what's the level up from like normal army? Special? I don't. It's just the army's the army, isn't it? And then there's different. There's different <laughs> regiments. That's how it works. I was in the yeah. army cadets, isn't it? Okay, all so right. It's like there's different regiments. So it's like the, I, my, in when I was in the army cadets, I was in the Royal Green Jackets, and their specialty is um, camouflage. So it's like oh. it's, it's like even our you, you know you know the um, the stripes that that soldiers wear on their arms mm-hmm. to, to to say what rank they are. Mm-hmm. Even though in the Royal Green Jackets, even those are green, whereas like. If you are um, in the Royal Tank Regiment, that the stripes would be white, or if you're in the Royal Signals, that basically the Royal Green Jackets have green stripes and everyone else has white stripes. Okay, so because I I've no idea about this, so it's the regiment you're in. Yeah, they all specializes do specializes in different things. Yeah, yeah. So the Royal Signals is obviously um, communication. 
This ain't an army podcast and I'm no army expert here. So there's probably holes in my story. But uh, the Royal Tank Regiment, it's obvious what they do. Drive tanks. Drive tanks, yeah. Royal Green Jackets. There's the uh, Grenadier Guards. What's that? Um, I think they guard shit. Okay. Uh, And then there's the Fusiliers. Now the Fusiliers... They are the ones who have the feathers in their berets, yeah. the red and white feathers in their berets, and they're they're a um, they're the band. Okay, so they're the ones that kind of keep up. They keep military uh, what morale morale up. Yeah, yeah. There's loads of regiments, right. isn't it? Infantry is a well respected one because that's foot soldiers. Okay. They're the ones that are like on the front line and shit. All right, I had no idea. Now I understand. I really just thought you used to have different regiments or different coloured stuff to so that everyone could tell each other apart like there, from afar like oh there's my mate like where's my mates oh they're all dressed like you they're over there mate like that sort of thing there's a, there's more respected parts of the army like like I said SAS is big yeah Paris is big but they're just again they're just regiments do they Paratroop- parachute do they parachute yeah yeah paratroopers are, okay. it's just a regiment right. but uh, like you have to be hard to get into it mm. but um, I think I think um, SAS is is like a bit different I'm not, I'm not sure how and why but from I met I met an SAS guy once. I just knew it was very special what he did. They do stuff that we never find out about. Yeah, yeah. I guess, that sort of stuff that never. It's crazy. Yeah, like we just never find out about what they do. And you got to be so mad good. fit. I think I think the US equivalent is Navy SEALs. I okay. Think, I think that's the the I don't know. That's, that's the like US equivalent. Okay, cool. And so it, we're like, what are we then? What are we? We're like the we're like a regiment then. In in escape roomistness, what are we called? The escapists. I, I, I reckon. I reckon we should do it more. We are taking this into an army <laughs> army level podcast here. Just just for an anecdote. This Everyone's is like, this mad. You just tell us about yeah. the fucking escape room. So Did basically, yeah. basically, um, I reckon we should be more like ranks because you know when you go into the army, yeah. you're you're just a you, you go in as a non ranked. Um, Soldier, yeah. I can't remember what they're called. You go in, you go in private? as a uh, private. That's in America. You go in, you go in as a um, recruit. Okay, and then you become a. Can't remember what they're called. Anyway, the, the, the first one that you get to is lance corporal, then mm-hmm. corporal, then sergeant, then staff sergeant mm-hmm. or color sergeant, depending on what regiment you're in. Okay, uh, and then after that, that's when it starts getting mad confusing. I don't know. I don't know the layers after that. You know, like. Major, Colonel, Lieutenant, blah 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 blah. I reckon we're we're at like officer level, which means we're like captains or majors around around that rank. Okay, so we're no we're no longer we're no longer soldiers anymore. Right. We're right. officers. So you're Captain Nick. Captain Nick. I can be a captain or a major. Captain Bright. That sounds majors good, above captain. I think Major Bright. Major. Major. I'm Major Bright here. So. <laughs> escape room <laughs> so away from the army <laughs> let's get back c- considering none of us have been in the army here let's digress um and by the way sorry it's crisps but um so we went ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. To something called Handmade Mysteries. Now... They are tw- they're, they're, they're a form of escape room. They call themselves twisted escape rooms. And the one that we went to was called Lady Chastity's Reserve, uh, 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 currently at the Park Tavern in East London. Can we just say, Nick, talk about that pub? Because I, I was really impressed when I went into yeah, that pub. Yeah, so it's in an area called Hackney, mm-hmm. which is um, it's rapidly becoming more and more and more trendy to uh, to, to live there. It's, it's actually opposite Victoria Park, which is where a, uh, a festival called Love Box happens yep, in London right. every year. But um, I've never been to this pub before, but it's big. It's a big pub, like on the kind of on kind of on a corner, isn't it? Like, mm. So massive pub. And um, it's just got it's really cool. It's got loads of stuff in there. It's not like just a regular pub, you know, where you go in there and it's just a bar and a couple of tellies with some old man watching horse racing. Yeah. Like it's not even that. It's like you go in there, there's a microbrewery in there. So they brew their own uh, beer in there. There's like loads of board games and shit that you can get from behind the bar. There is a photo booth in the corner. There's pinball machines. There's a billiards table. Uh, and then out the back, there's this humongous like beer garden with bare seats mm. and like, it was like it was a hot day when we went as well. So the beer garden was rammed, and there's crazy golf in there. There's even like another outside bar bit out there. Yeah. It's ridiculous. A, a massive pub, and it was a good day. It looked like everyone was enjoying it. I yeah. want to go back there and play crazy golf, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was just at what the man. back of the beer garden. What man? But inside the pub, we were playing Lady Chastity's Reserve. Um, I'll give you the lowdown of the story of the website. It's an immersive experience challenge for you and your friends. It's an hour of hilarious clues solving, a clue solving, which you attempt to win Lady Chastity's fabled aphrodisiac wine. Mm-hmm. Win and wet your whistle or fell and wet your pants. Uh, to which, when I read that, I was like, oh yeah, escape room. Suppose it'll be all right. It's going to be in a pub though. So there's only really so much they can do to the place to make it look unpubby. It's going to be in some little room in the corner of the pub. It'll be all right. Maybe a laugh. You know, me and Nick will get into it. But I wasn't expecting the level of set design that we saw because we um first of all had to meet a gentleman called gabriel at the end of a bar yeah uh, and 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 signal to him that we were the right people which is great because it kind of it's good to get immersed i like the kind of immersion where some of it happens in the real world like when we did uh, uh the one where we were running around london uh, leicester square it was nice because it was real immersion it was immersion immersing you but still within the real world yeah so we're in a real pub and we go and meet someone and like and they're like oh it, it, the thing it, the, the thing is it was the difference between i guess the one where we um the the, the secret agent one mm-hmm. where we were running around in leicester square and, and and all of that and this is although it was quite obvious who the person was in leicester square because you know you got a description of what they looked like and blah 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 it wasn't that obvious like you yeah. could end up speaking to the wrong person because there's lots of people <laughs> in leicester square whereas in the pub it was pretty obvious who gabriel was yeah. unless, unless uh 
then again, it's in East London. Do you know what I mean? The fashion sense in them areas there, like you know, you might get someone turning up in in like I don't know, dress from the fifties. Yeah, dress for the fifties and and the world's most skinniest extra medium jeans. Yeah, you, you never know. Yeah. You never. But we took a punt and assumed that was Gabriel, and mm-hmm. it was. We were right. All right. Um. From then on, we started the game, and it. Like I said, the set design. We stepped into this room, and I was like, "Oh shit." It was smoky, man, when we went mm. in there. They obviously got, you know, smoke and stuff, this, this guy on there. But that was my first reaction. And I was a little bit shook as well when we went in there because I was like, there was like, it was quite loud. There was, there's a soundtrack that plays throughout, you know, um, and it's quite loud, the soundtrack. And I, whenever there's like really loud stuff like that happening, like I always, I always feel like they're trying to distract you from like hearing someone fucking jumping out on you or something. Yeah. I'm yeah. always like, I don't trust this shit. Yeah. But I'm going to be standing somewhere and then someone's going to like grab me on the shoulder or something, especially because there's a particular part of the set where he was like, you don't need to touch those bits there it's for, for, for your safety or whatever. Don't pull those out or move those. And it was like a screen thing. And I was like, are people going to like come in to, like to yeah. behind that screen or something and like try and jump out on us? Because I don't know. It, like, was, there was no reason to, for him to say, don't touch those screens because... I think they you were know. really good at they were good at setting the tone to put us on edge. Like yeah, I was on edge. I was wait I was like standing there waiting for shit to happen. There was yeah. one point where you were like you lot were like, Oh Nick, go into that bit over there, blah 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 and I was like <laughs> No, no, I was like, no, I'm right, I'm right. no, 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 I'll just wait here. It's cool, cool. You know what you actually said? You went, what's in there? Yeah. And, and we went, yeah, just go in there. We're, we're going we're gonna, to um, help you decipher a part of the code, but one of us needs to be in a certain part of it. I was and the like, other part yeah, needs to be me. And Nick's like, yeah, but what's in there, though? <laughs> and I was like, no, honestly, it's fine. And Nick's like, yeah, but what's actually inside at this moment in time? And then and then Dan the man just stepped in. Dan. Uh, the, the legend of a man that we call Dan that, that rolls with us to, to some of these events. He um he he jumped in and, and did what he needed to do. But story wise, I mean, they promised to make it a little bit scary. They promised to make it kind of funny and wacky. I felt like it ticked those boxes. It mm-hmm. was, there, were, there were funny bits in there. There were like jokey bits. It wasn't boring at any point. No point was I like, oh come on man. Like it was it was a nice pace. Like you know, yeah, it was quite hard as well. I very hard, very hard. And you know, we we I think we we overthought it. I mean, being majors and, and captains. Sometimes you know we, we we struggle to bring ourselves back to basic level levels of uh, escape roomism. Yeah. So we o- may have overlooked something. We were basically quite obvious. Basically, we were solving stuff that <laughs> we were solving stuff that wasn't meant to be solved yet. <laughs> because the first thing we were meant to solve, we hadn't solved. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like one of those hints, like, oh yeah, look, that door's a bit open. Why don't you try that out? And we were like, yeah, fuck the door. Let's go raid the cupboards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, we like It was so stupid when you think about it. We, we basically, basically without giving anything away, we had everything in place that we needed to have mm. in place for the final part of the game. Yeah. But we hadn't worked out the very first thing that you need to work out. Yeah. So we were just like, we were scratching our heads. Like, what the, what the fuck do we have to do now? Yeah. Uh, we've, we've kind of raided everywhere. Unless yeah. there's like a mad secret place that none of us can find. We've, yeah. we've like ripped everything off the wall, had a look at inside everything. We, we were just baffed. It was interesting because we sort of half deciphered codes, but we didn't know where they needed to go. And then once we took a step back and did the first part, we were mm-hmm. like, because it's quite interesting. We didn't actually get past the first part until about half an hour into the game. Yeah, yeah. We halfway were, through the game. And then ridiculous. The, yeah, the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes were spent with us just actually just putting everything into place. But in terms of challenge, though, you, you hit a good point, Nick. Like I think it was, it wasn't too hard. 
Well, there's one bit that was really fucking hard. Dan just smashed it. Yeah, yeah. He's just super got it at the end. But, like, other than that, I felt like it was hard. But, you know, you get you get a few helps if you need as well. You get yeah. up to three helps from, from Brother Gabriel. But I, re- I really liked it, man. It was, like, a good level of, of hardness. A lot, a lot of banter in it as yeah, well. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't, like, impossibly difficult yeah. at the same time. But I feel like they've, they've realised that they're in a pub and a lot of people that might be playing it could have had a few beers before playing it. Like, obviously, you're not allowed to be tanked up and, and going Wouldn't in. recommend for, it. Yeah, for health and safety reasons, more more so than anything else. But, like, you can you can tell that it's like they're not going to make it too hard because if you're a bit tipsy, you'll be just, you'll be like, what the fuck is going on? I don't yeah. know, like, you wouldn't know what you're doing. So, yeah. like, they got to, they got to, like, find a happy medium, innit? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And there's certain things that you need to have a keen ear for. Like, I would say when you, when you do try this, listen to the audio prompts. They really freaking helped. Yeah. And um, I think one thing that we never used to be good at was listening to each other because there might be too many of us going or we'd all just be doing our own thing or listening to some of the audio prompts. But I've noticed that when you do these escape room things, all your senses really have to be on point. You know, make sure that you can see everything as best you can. Nick Bright was wielding about six torches at once, which I say is a skill set I didn't know he had. He could. Nick Bright was holding six torches. No joke. I had I had too many torches. It was it was crazy. He was torch rich. So um, and you got to listen and stuff. And and I felt like and also I felt like communication. We were just communicating so well. It was like, oh yeah, I found this. Oh yeah, I've got this. What are you doing? And I think you can have two to six people. They say in the game. Well, up to six, but you don't really want to play it by yourself. Cause yeah, yeah, I mean, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be a bit boring if yeah. you're by yourself as well. But I, I enjoyed I enjoyed a good number, three of us. I think four would be good. Um, I don't always recommend the highest number. I think it's fun, but if you're like roll, if you in a, like a, a group of six, I'd say roll in pairs, like roll together, because if six of us are doing the same thing at once or different things at once, it can be so hard to collate all the information. Yeah, the thing is, even if there is six of you and you roll in pairs, though, it's still quite hard because, you know there's certain things that you were solving that led on to like other things. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like if you're in there, if there's too many cooks, man, the broth is going to be spoilt. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I reckon if there's six of you, I almost feel like you should split it. Group of three and a group of three. Do you know what? I, I think three is a good number. We've had our most success with three, but it's a magic know, number, mate. Just according to Della Soul. Magic, oh yeah. One of my favorite tunes. Uh, three, Here's the magic number. But one, two, three. Anyway, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I had a good one. I had a really, really good time there. Great, great, great bit of, uh, just great bit of escape roomism. Did we get the wine? Hell to the yes. Actually, I didn't take it. Who, uh, Dan took it home, didn't he? How, how was the wine? Did it taste good? Lady Chastity's aphrodisiac wine. Did he get to use it on a, on an unsuspecting lady? Pour a Which, glass of every dizzle. Um, um, unfortunately... <laughs> He didn't get to use it because what? what what happened is me and you you headed off in the uh, in the how to kill an hour wagon yeah um, Whoops. yeah and then me and him went to the train station and we went we went separate ways at the train station then five minutes later he messaged me saying that wine didn't last long and I was like what are you drunk it already like thinking that he just downed it out of the bottle like some kind of alcoholic yeah and then he's like no nah, I dropped it oh for fuck's sake so Dan. so he dropped it and smashed it oh. Dan. So he's he's great at escape rooms, but shit at holding on to stuff. I felt like because he was so good at the escape room, he'd 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 have a you know he'd be a safe set of hands to take that wine home, butterfingers, chill it to the you know lower lower of room temperatures because it was a red. 
he's 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 always because I've known Dan. Dan's one of my childhood friends. Yeah, and he um he's always been mad clumsy. Fuck like he's just a, one of those clumsy dudes. He nice uh, guy, though. yeah. One time we we were messing around doing stuff. You know when you're young and you're just doing shit. I think we yeah. were like shouting out the window yeah. at people that were going past and then hiding. Yeah, you know the kind yeah. of stupid shit yeah, you used you know to do when you're younger. Oh, it's fatty. Yeah, then like, <laughs> hide. And then like he was pissing himself one time, laughing. Like we shouted at someone and like a couple of times, and yeah. they were like didn't know where it was coming from. And he was like hiding whilst laughing, and then he, he was laughing. And you know your body's like moving yeah. when you're laughing. He like smashed his head on the radiator and it started bleeding. That's a, the kind of clumsy guy he is. So spilling the bottle, of, uh, dropping the bottle of wine and smashing it everywhere doesn't surprise me. So you like classic Dan? Yeah. yeah, I'd love to have been there when it happened as well because, yeah. like, I bet everybody at the train station was like, "The fuck is going on? Like, there's yeah. wine everywhere, wine and glass all over the place." He probably looked like a pisser, didn't he? Yeah. He was like, "Oh fuck's sake, drinking on public transport." Better went all over his shoes and everything. Nightmare, mate. Well, we can only presume we can't really give you a full feedback on the flavour and taste of the wine. I'm sure it was delicious. Mm. Aphrodisiac wine. Mm. But yeah, no. In short, I really liked it. The price point on it is it's. I think they it varies regarding on how many people are going. So it's about twenty to twenty five pounds or twenty three pounds sometimes. Um, and in this day and age, where that ain't gonna get you two cinema tickets. I think that's good. Oh, that ain't going to get you one cinema ticket, a drink, and a bit of yeah. a, bit, a bit of food. I I'd put that above cinema in terms. That, of, is that the total price? To, uh, no, it's per person. Okay. Per person, but I feel like you'd easily do more than twenty quid a head at the cinema. Yeah, yeah. Depends depends on where you go. If you go in West End, Central London, I used to work in at Odeon in West End when I was at uni. Like that shit is mad expensive. Mad expensive. Twenty five quid in that. And then you go and get pick a mix, and it's like the pick a mix costs more than a cinema mm. ticket. Mm. I saw a Vice a, a Vice short documentary on Facebook, and it was just about the cost of things, and it's fifty quid for the cinema it cost a guy when he just went to his local cinema. And then you know what makes me laugh? I don't know, getting off subject slightly, but what makes me laugh is when people go, "We can't let the cinema die. It's a it's a tradition. We it needs to survive." Fam, make it cheaper. Mm. You do realize that most people can get the movies now. Like on Cody or whatever for nothing. What's right? Cody? Is it, yeah, well, wait, what's Cody? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't even heard of that. XBMC. What? what? Huh? Huh? What are you saying all these most words? People, most people can stream it illegally <laughs> from different places. Yeah. And like, you know, you're combating that. The people that you're trying to attract, they don't give a shit whether it's on a camera or whether they're getting a HD quality half the time. So like, fam, make it cheaper. Because I like going to the cinema. I'm not going to lie. I'm not slating the cinema here. I like it. I think it's good. But like... The dough that it costs, boy. Anyway, make, back to the escape. Make it more affordable. No, you, right, rightly, rightly so. I mean, I had more fun doing that than I would have gone cinema with yeah. you guys. Because what? We would have all gone into cinema, sat down, watched the film and gone afterwards. Oh, yeah, that was good. It's, or that wasn't good. It's crazy, isn't it? Because the cinema is one of the most antisocial places that you can go yeah. to. But like, yeah. lots of people always go on dates there. Wicked. Great oh, idea for a date. Let's go on a date. Yeah. Oh, I'll t- I'll take, take, my, take this new bird to the cinema. And then it's like, you sit there in silence for an hour and a half. And then afterwards, you're like... What did you think of that then? Yeah, yeah it was all right. Yeah, like yeah. mad, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I think it's guys that are trying to get the pussy quicker. That's what it is. Because if you are with somebody and you've gone on seven dates and three of those at a cinema, you've now gone on seven dates. Yeah. So you know, if if you get with someone after seven dates, everyone's like, "Oh, that was a reasonable amount of dates." Whereas if it was four dates, people might be like, "Yeah, but every, oh, it's the three yeah. date rule, though, bruv. Everyone is it? knows the three date rule. It's like if if it's a third date, that's when they, that's that's when it's on." Okay, is that is that what it is? That's that's what people say. Yeah, first date is it's like obviously don't give it up on the first date because no one wants to think you're a slag. Yeah. Second date, 
keep him keen. You know what I mean? Still don't give it up, but, you know, give him a bit more. So you yeah. might, like, give him a kiss, more of a kiss. Like. So, so kiss is second date, yeah? Well, you might kiss on the first date as well. I'm not disputing that, but you give him a bit more on the second, as in, like, show more interest. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Right. Show more interest on the second. Right. Maybe maybe more than a kiss just at the end. Because on the first date, half the time, the kiss is just at the end. Then mm. it's like, see you later. Mm. Like, second date, kiss at the start. A few kisses in the middle. Kiss at the end. Really? Third date. That's that's when it's on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I can't lie. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm ignorant to that. Google I've it, I've never man. heard of that rule. No, I trust you, Nick. Three I, date rule. I, I trust you. I'm just like certain things that, that you miss growing up in life. And I've missed out on that one. The three date rule. So if you did two cinemas and a bit of food, you're smashing after the, the, the third date. Or on the third. Is it on the third or after? It's on the third, man. It's legally binding. <laughs> That's contractual. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Thank you. And um, by the way, you can find links to Lady Chastity's Reserve. As well as that, they've handmade mysteries have got a few spots all over London. We found out under quite interesting circumstances. Checking out the website. But um yeah, we know there's loads of other places over London. And to be fair, after trying that out, I wouldn't mind trying another one of their joints. Mm-hmm. Um so check them out. It's Lady Chast uh, And uh yeah, like I said, we'll put links to everything you need in the show description. This has been How to Kill an Hour. He's been Nick Bright. That guy's been Marcus Bronzy. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Some time with us. 